Bill Cosby got out of jail. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? He was released by the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. Now, from what I read, it seemed like he had already been sued by one of his previous victims in a civil court. And in exchange for his testimony, the current prosecutor said, I'm not going to go after you. We're not going to go after you. And then a new prosecutor came in and was like, yeah, we're going after him. Yeah. And that's why he testified under those pretenses. He testified under the stipulation he would not be charged criminally. Right. And then he was charged criminally. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, you can't fuck people over that bad. He's getting out on a technicality. He went in on a different technicality. The guy raped a ton of women. Over 60 women came forward and said that he raped them. It's crazy. He should probably be in jail. 100%. The jury said send this guy to jail. Right. You know, a, a group of 12 of his peers said send him to jail. But there is something to be said about the fact that courts and prosecutors and stuff need to follow their bullshit rules, even though their bullshit rules fail 90% of the time. In this case, being a glaring example of that. I think they fail the public pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. the, just the fact that prosecutors can prosecute or not prosecute. Like, if you ever want to not get charged with a crime, just convince the prosecutor not to charge you and it's done. It doesn't go through any system. It's crazy. It's crazy that it can come down to one person. Yeah, you can kill somebody and if the prosecutor goes, eh, it'd be inappropriate to charge him, then there's no, there's nothing. That's insane. It's insane. Just go on your merry way. Yeah. That's how cops get off. Yes. Because cops, cops have a lot of uh, leeway. It's similar to like the stand your ground laws in Florida where if a cop says, I felt like I was threatened in my actions as a police officer, I was protecting myself, then really, I mean, all they have to do is say I was scared for my life and they can kill anybody. Oh yeah, you see it all the time where it says the prosecutor has decided not to move forward with charges. It's a bunch of bullshit. That's the same powers that they give people in Florida and other places with the, the castle laws and the yeah. stand your ground laws. It's like, if you feel threatened, you can kill whoever you need to. Yeah. Your wife, your kids, your neighbor, whoever. Yeah. Up here, they had a secret court exposed a few years ago where people were making deals on, you know, criminal cases with people that weren't even technically judges. Like the clerk could make a deal for you. And like these, you know, like these small rooms, there wouldn't be a jury there or nothing. You're just going to be like, all right, this is what it is. So you're not really going to court, but you're pleading to some sort of like agreement. Wow. Yeah. Very sketchy. Yeah. Plea deals are another bullshit thing because they'll tell you, look, you're definitely going to be found guilty. Just say that you did it and we'll cut you a deal. So a lot of people say that they did it even if they didn't do it because they think it would be a lesser sentence. Next thing they know, they find themselves behind bars and they're fucked. That or they do get the lesser sentence, but then in a year or two when they actually do commit a crime, they use the previous crime as an example why you're a piece of shit and deserve to go to jail. Mm -hmm. So you should always ask for a lawyer and you should always fight the charge. They will fuck you. Depends on the circumstance with the always. Uh, if you definitely did it, Maybe the plea is a better deal. Yeah, if you get caught on camera with 15 bricks of cocaine, you might want to consider the plea. If you didn't do it, though, you should, you should always get a lawyer. Always. I mean, if you take a plea because they tell you it's going to be easier than fighting it when you're innocent, that's incorrect. That is. The whole reason they do that stuff is because they don't actually have enough lawyers to run everything through court. So if you're going to sit there and fight it, you're going to be a pain in their ass and... Yeah, maybe they'll try to punish you for it, but that's fucked up in itself. They shouldn't be retaliating against you because you want fair justice. I mean, if it's going to be that kind of court, it should go on pet justice. I think um, Jerry Springer has a Judge TV show now. Really? Yeah. Jerry, let me find this real quick. Is it better than Gary Busey's Pet Justice? Uh, I haven't seen it. Pet Justice? No, I haven't seen the Jerry Springer. Judge Jerry, that's correct. You know your dad kind of looks like Jerry Springer? <laughs> he kind of does. All right, enough of this nonsense. So do you think Bill Cosby should be free? Are we rolling our sleeves up? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm sweating. Tough white guy podcast. Hot in here, drinking margaritas. Uh, this is sure it's not comfortable for that. I mean, on a personal level, fuck no, he should die in jail. On the other hand... Was he 80-something? 80, 88? 80. Is he that old? I, You know, if you take the crime out of it, the judge said if you testify at the civil case, you're not going to get prosecuted, and then they prosecuted him, so it's... I can understand why, on a technicality, they had to let him out of the out of jail. Like, do I think he should be in jail? Absolutely. What I'm wondering is, do all these other people still have lawsuits against him and charges against him? That's a good question. Is he just going to spend the rest of his life fighting court cases now? He might be better off in jail. Probably. At least, like, there's time to read. <laughs>
the best was when they were photoshopping him on the head of like a really jacked inmate. I'll tell you this. I bet you in jail he was telling jokes to convicts. And I also bet you that in the outside world, nobody's going to go to his shows. Is he going to disappear? Disappear? Like quietly retire and hang out in the in the wings? Cause, yeah, because that's what I would probably do. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to try to continue to be a public person. He wasn't super in the public eye outside of what was going on with his trials anyway. Yeah, I think he, I don't know. He's, he's in his 80s. Usually people in their 80s aren't trying to get the spotlight unless you're trying to be president. <laughs> I mean, OJ's got to be in his 70s and he won't go away. Yeah. I feel like OJ's going to get murdered by one of his girlfriends at some point. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's how he's going to go out. Is some blonde girlfriend of his is going to murder him. Stab him to A little payback. I'm starting to think that we've probably not seen the end of the OJ saga. He's kind of a loose cannon. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing with Bill Cosby. There's people celebrating that he's getting out. He's 83. And there's people gloating that like, oh, he should have never been charged in the first place and all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff. But Mm. the fact that he is getting out on a technicality after raping all those people. It's pretty trash. Is it justice for Bill Cosby that the prosecution that I guess victimized him, that's being corrected. But at the same time, I mean, those 60 or so women that he raped, I mean, they're really shit out of luck on their side with the justice, right? Yeah, facts. Yeah. So uh, if he was smart, I think he would take whatever money he has left and disappear. Find somewhere in a nice climate to just disappear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would probably recommend. You know what I find fascinating about the Bill Cosby thing is I think Bill Cosby's support actually falls along political lines. Like, I think the people that are supporting him right now are conservatives. Uh, I would imagine so, yeah. Right. Isn't that crazy? Conservatives are supporting him because they hate the Me Too movement, as far as I can guess. Right. Conservatives are supporting a guy that allegedly raped 60 people it's great <laughs> like what what part of that is a conservative behavior oh i really like this guy not that he's a church goer or anything but man he really lays down the rape it just doesn't make any sense most of the things that they do in that party just don't make any fucking sense to me like not a lot of standards anymore no it's funny it's it really is a lack of standards they are backing up more disgusting behavior than anything else it's like we want to preserve our right to be gross people yes we want to reserve our right to abuse women and be racist and all this shit and it's like is that really what you think is going to be like the zeitgeist like you think you think in 10 years people are going to be restricting women's rights and, and giving you back like white male superiority like that's the way you think things are going bad news dudes Mm. um so we're just about to talk about the death of donald rumsfeld dirty donald Rumsfeld. i don't know if he's dirty or not he was uh 86 i think or 89 wow 88 i I don't know he's dead man was up there he was a career politician he uh he was defense secretary under gerald ford he was defense secretary under george w bush he is always going to be remembered as one of the founding architects of the glorious iraq war the iraq invasion yeah he saw it as a pretty good way to get rich and he saw 9-11 as a pretty good excuse to start that war under false pretenses so to him and dick cheney you know kudos for the million or so iraqi and you know Hundreds of thousands of casualties in U.S. and other troops. Casualties are injuries as well as deaths. The U.S. suffered, what, 5,000 deaths in that war, maybe? Sure. Um, But for those 5,000 deaths, I think there were about 100,000 casualties. Yeah. So a lot of people came back without limbs and uh, disfigured, PTSD. and Just, yeah, disabled. Can't work. So, yeah, I mean, when we reflect on Mr. Rumsfeld, I think we can look back and say, you know... (laughs) He came into the world and it was one way and he left it a much more disturbing place. Yeah. So thanks for nothing. It is amazing to me that just, just a few people can really fuck shit up for a lot of people. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Could you imagine if on your deathbed you were reflecting on the fact that there may be more than a million people dead because of a couple decisions you made? Because, well, I mean, you really wanted like a nice patio and a sweet pool, some extra cars in the garage. Yeah. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> 
<laughs> one bad apple spoils the bunch, as they say. Wow, one rich apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, a lot of war crimes happened during that period. I kind of wish they had prosecuted. Yes. It's kind of funny that, uh, you know, they really wanted to rake Hillary Clinton over the coals on, like, some suspected war crimes shit with Benghazi. When, meanwhile, Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney have been probably capable of more of that shit than anybody else. Those same people supported the wars that they started, even after it came out that yeah. the wars were started under fucking fraud. Yeah, it's crazy. Imagine starting a war just because you want, like, a couple companies you own to go up a couple points in the in the stock market. It's crazy. Like, you're going to get a few hundred million dollars on the back end, so you're willing to spend four to five trillion dollars of U.S. Treasury to get a few million bucks in your bank account. Right. That's fucking low. I mean, it's funny, though, when you put it like that, it's like, yeah, you're going to spend a few trillion bucks to get a couple hundred million in your bank account. Like, it's so, like <laughs> such a casual thing that's like, yeah, dude, this is like, I can't even wrap my head around that shit. It would have been cheaper just to pay those guys you know what i mean yeah like there'd be a lot more people alive the world would be more stable mm-hmm. these people are fucking psychotic man like we were talking about psychopaths last week but i don't think you can beat those people like that that are willing to really sacrifice i mean thousands millions of people's lives oh there's no floor for how low they'll go you know it's like that's all it is there's no nothing is too low or too out of bounds they, you know they're gonna do what they want to do it's just like this is what it is yeah. Donald Rumsfeld is now in heaven sitting around with a bunch of serial killers and they're like, you killed how many people? Yeah, it's crazy. He's like, well, it was indirect. And they're like, well, we're impressed. It's nuts. Color us tickled by your performance, pal. You know, I don't believe in heaven or hell, but, you know, it'd be nice. <laughs> there was a hell. True. <laughs> I think Donald Rumsfeld, in my spiritual beliefs, he got away with it scot-free. Well, yeah, he didn't go to jail, and you and you don't think that there's any type of an afterlife. That guy lounged by the pool until he died. He got away with it. The only thing we can do now is punish his family. <laughs> probably should. Uh, we'll probably see someone in... I don't, I don't even know if he has a family. Hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully his uh, seed wasn't very potent. <laughs> He probably has like six kids. All those, all those like rich white guys have like uh, huge families and go hunting. If, they, and shit. if he does, I have a <laughs> feeling that we're gonna see them pop their heads up to try to be politicians at some point. Because yeah, the downside of a democracy is people are drawn to like, oh yeah, I like Jack Kennedy, so I'm gonna vote for Randall Kennedy. It's like Randall Kennedy wasn't even related. Oh, I don't know. I remember something good about the Kennedys. It's all about creating a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. You change your last name to Trump and go try to get office in, like, Louisiana, you'll probably win. Yeah, I know. They'll be like, oh, Stephen Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must be important. Well, then they'd see me. You might be able to pass, though. I'm not getting elected down south. I I don't look like a Trump. No, but you look like a white guy. So you're on your, like, sixth margarita. Your sleeves are rolled up. I'm having an all right time. You've been responsible for 20 minutes of technical difficulties on the show tonight, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, I might have to grab a beer. It's just not hitting. It's good, but it's just not. You want the end of it? You're having a tough time tonight. I am. I'm struggling a little bit. You can't settle in. You're crawling out of your skin. I wouldn't say I'm crawling out of my skin. I'm you just... don't even know how to drink anymore. The new place has you all off balance. Yeah, I am off balance. Do you want half a gin and tonic? Don't offer somebody half a drink. You slosh it down. Jesus Christ. Etiquette. I'd had four <laughs> drinks before I even got on the podcast. So that was you don't have to fair. catch up. What are we, on a date? You don't got to catch up. Yeah, I, I know. Are you supposed to be helping with the groceries? No. No. She, she knows I don't help with groceries. That's woman's work. Um, well, what else? You said you got a bunch of topics. What's up? I got a bunch, but you keep stalling. I don't keep stalling. You're the one who turned it off for a half an hour. <laughs> Not me. I had some technical difficulties. You said you were going to get a beer. I was waiting on you. Oh, okay. Well. <sighs> I guess I'm getting an old fashioned now. That's smart. Is it? I think you need a mature drink. I mean, I have a gin and tonic. That's an old man drink. No, it's not. Old men don't drink sugar drinks. What are you looking for? Live from the kitchen. Live from the kitchen. You got topics. You want to talk. When are you going to get an apartment with a room to podcast in? I'll probably not. I mean, I had one in my last place. And then I was set up. It's like we're back to ground zero. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
is a disaster. I have nothing to talk about. I'm exhausted. It's my fault because I moved the podcast from Tuesday to today because somebody uh, wanted to hang out. And... Oh, just for pleasure. It seemed important. So I said, <laughs> all right, well, I'll push it to today. And then here I am today. Huh? And, uh, oh, yeah, all right. Well, I have an old-fashioned now. It smells old-fashioned. There's supposed to be an orange peel in here. Is not. That's all right, though. You've got a floater on top of that thing. <sighs> all right, I'm going to take a sip of water to cleanse my palate, and we'll see how she does. I'm praying for you. Did you put any bitters in here? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be bitters in here. And sugar. Well, she got simple syrup. No no bitters? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Looks good, right? This is hitting the spot significantly more so than gin tonics tonight. I like when you do the nice husband thing, and you're like, oh, this drink. Oh, uh, it's delicious, honey. Thank you. No, I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why, you don't think I like it? Yeah, I mean, you were, you were showing me the color of an old-fashioned as if that's going to prove anything. I mean, it looks like an old-fashioned, doesn't it? An old-fashioned should pretty much look like whiskey with ice in it. I mean, I don't see any muddled fruit in there. Where's where's the orange? Did she rim the glass with the orange wedge? or? No, she didn't rim the glass with the orange, but that's all right. Wow. What about, uh, do you get any um, maraschino cherries? No, that goes in a Manhattan. That doesn't go in a old-fashioned yeah sure it does you can muddle them in the bottom it's delicious you gotta get the dark ones though the really expensive maraschino yeah yeah that's what i get luxardo yeah that's what you gotta get that's the rule so anyways do you have any uh things you want to say about donald rumsfeld on his journey to hell fuck him rotten piss there you go folks that's what he gets Ah! so got something Did you just spill that? No, no. I unplugged my microphone by accident. Just as I was about to say something really important. Oh, what do you got? What's so important? Oh, nothing. That was a bunch of bullshit. I did unplug it by accident, though, so. So with Bill Cosby and Donna Rumsfeld both dying today. Yeah. Um, it brings up... <laughs> Bill Cosby's not dead. It brings up something very important. I can't remember if I ever talked about this on the show or not, or if it ever made it into an actual cut of the show or not. Steve, you got to get off Instagram or podcasting. I'm listening. You're wildly distracted tonight. Could you just like throw the phone in the garbage disposal? Okay, Mr. Fucking Six Margaritas. Let's go. All right, all right. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. This, this This had what I need. This guy's not even showing up. So you done horsing around over there? Yeah, I guess so. You're going to focus on the show? I'm, I'm, all right, I feel a little better. I feel, uh, this is what I need. I See, I, so this is the thing, right? I got out of work. My last client had to bail. He's a great guy. I rescheduled him. I said, all right, cool. It's supposed to be torrential downpours coming here because it's been 100. So I was like, cool. I'm going to get on the highway. I'm going to get home. I'm going to grill this chicken. I'm going to throw my laundry in. I'm going to set up. I'm going to make a gin and tonic because I'm tired of drinking beer because it made me feel like shit. And I, I did those things. The chicken didn't come out as good as I wanted it to. Laundry came out okay. And the gin and tonics weren't really working. You had a bunch of technical difficulties. I have no topics. I couldn't get into the right space for this until right now, but this drink just turned the tables and now I'm ready. To, <laughs> I'm an hour and a half in, about an hour and a half in. I'm ready to I'm I'm here, I'm present, I'm ready to podcast. I'm ready to start I'm ready to start the show. So you're saying the whiskey tipped the tables for you. Yeah, I feel like a different guy. I feel rejuvenated, reinvigorated, rehabilitated. Wow. A rebirth. A phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. So, come on, let's go. What do you want to talk about? Did you know Bill Cosby got out of jail today? Yeah, we talked about that. Andy's dead. So, rest in peace. So, two things. I showed one of my buddies the clip of the episode of The Cosby Show where he's talking about his special barbecue sauce. It's truly disgusting where he's just alluding to making grape juice. And, uh, (laughs) his face pretty much melted when i showed him that and then also i know you're a huge bill cosby fan do you still watch the cosby show on repeats or are you no longer able to enjoy the cosby show you're asking me dude i don't watch any sitcoms that's not what i heard all right i sometimes watch always sunny in philadelphia yeah that show fell off hard but that's it i can't think of another sitcom i put on do you have any i mean i watch like blackish with my my kid that's a good show okay uh i'll watch curvy enthusiasm when the new season it's not really comes, a sitcom i mean it's technically a sitcom and it's it's not tv it, it's hbo it just doesn't have a laugh track it's all about the situation that's the gag no i don't think i will watch bill cosby's tv show mostly because it was whatever it was a good show i will probably watch his stand-ups again really wow he was a funny comedian i couldn't i don't know 
You know what's funny is how many black comedians really couldn't stand him. He would show up and heckle them and be like, Eddie Murphy, clean up your act. Stop swearing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he would do that to, to other black comedians. And I guess none of them really liked him very he much. He did that to the black community when he blamed them for, like, not getting yeah. ahead in society. Pull up your pants. You know, that's not the problem. But nice effort, billionaire. Guy who could have spent all his money helping people out. Mm. The worst thing with that was he did that shit and then white people go, oh, Bill Cosby says it. So it must be true. Oh, yeah. Well, white people love doing that. They go, oh, oh, Ben Carson says black people are the problem. <laughs> yeah. Must be true. Is he still the director of HUD? No. They switched administrations. Well, you think he's still quietly running HUD? <laughs> yeah. Who's running HUD now? This guy wanted to be president. He's a fucking idiot. He ruined the concept of brain surgeons being smart, this guy. Yeah, 100%. But, but, but. Wow, who knew that whiskey was just what the doctor ordered? It is what the doctor ordered. He can't possibly be still doing it, right? He could. Maybe he did a good job. <laughs> Nobody talked about it in the whole Trump administration. Let me just Google HUD director. That would be the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Marcia L. Fudge. Yeah, Marcia Fudge. She's the secretary. She's not at all a made-up person, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> Marsha Fudge. Yeah. So Ben Carson, yeah, he went till 2021. So he, he just left. Good riddance. I wonder what he's doing now. Brain surgery. <laughs> As a hobby. He's just a brain surgeon hobbyist now. I used to do this line of work professionally, but now it's my hobby. So he was planning to start a think tank. How do I get a job at a think tank? Like, what is this? What is this if not a think tank? Ben Carson should start small with like a fish tank or something before he moves <laughs> on. Before he moves on to these bigger tanks. See see if you can handle like something in your room before you bring a bunch of people into it. That guy's a moron. A think tank. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, is a think tank just another money laundering scheme? Like, is that just somewhere else where people like hide their money? That neurosurgeon's a real moron. He is though. He's a fucking idiot. It's funny when you think about it like that, though, isn't it? He got ridiculed when he was running for president because they found these somewhat old, somewhat recent videos of him saying that he believed that the pyramids were used to store grain in biblical times. I mean, you can believe whatever you want about biblical times if you think about it. Sure. Except pyramids aren't hollow. So his whole theory that they were, like, somewhere where you put things... <laughs> like... Oh yeah, they must have just filled, they filled it with all their bounty and their bales of hay. It's like, dude, what? 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 Why would you spend that long building something that you're going to store hay in? Doesn't take a neurosurgeon to figure that out. Why would a neurosurgeon even run for office? Why would a neurosurgeon want to be the HUD director? That's like me being the HUD director. It does. It's true. It just doesn't make sense. He accomplished very little in that position. I, it, I don't think he did anything. I think he cut budgets. I think that was an important role for the Trump administration. Hey, go to this thing that gives money to poor people and make sure you cut the budget. Mm -hmm. That's uh, very important to us. I, I wonder if Ben Carson will wear his ugly head again. I think we've seen the last of him. It didn't It didn't take off for him. It didn't happen. He did pretty well. He. I mean, he was a front runner. Except the more he talked, the more people didn't like him. At the end of a you know an eight-year term, the other party, there's always a bunch of front runners, and they don't last. And then yeah. some of them get like jobs doing stuff like HUD or whatever. Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> sure, great. Why would you even take that job though? It like, doesn't make sense. Like you don't need the money. Like what are you doing? Like I could just see Trump being like, well, if he separated two babies' stem cells or whatever, then he could definitely be the director of HUD. No. What? Trump looked at the title. It had urban in it. And he was like, send the black guy. I mean, it's hey, not that complicated. Yeah. I mean, you you said it, but. I mean, that's it. I mean, I'm kind of shocked that there's a black lady running it now. Like, I, I guess, you know, our current racist president, he thought the same thing. <laughs> Joe Biden. I think he's a former racist president. No, he's definitely still racist. Think he's still racist? No, the guy helped. The guy helped create the uh, prison industrial complex we have today. Yeah, but he's he's incredibly liberal now. <laughs> you don't see him rapidly dismantling that system through executive order, do you? Mm. I mean, he'll acknowledge that it's that it was a mistake, <laughs> but at the same time, he's not going to change it. I mean, 
they're they're not getting rid of private prisons. They're not sending people home. Do you think he'll do a big pardoning move like Obama did, where Obama pardoned a couple thousand people just for like drug offenses? I don't know if he'll pardon that many people. Maybe the way he's trending right now, I don't I don't see why he wouldn't. You know what I heard? What'd you hear? When Somerville opens the drug zone, he's gonna be the first person to shoot up dope under the supervision of a medical professional. What? Wow. First the vaccine injections and now heroin. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to show people that you can responsibly use heroin. He's a real go-getter. Yeah, Joe Biden, everybody. If Somerville put a notice out and they said, we're looking for non-heroin users to come down and try our new safe facility to prove to these addicts that it's a safe, comfortable place. And they're like, come on down, we'll shoot you up and you can chill out for a few hours and we'll send you home and you'll have done your civic duty. Would you go down there and help? Imagine if you got that instead of jury duty. (laughs) We just need you to come downtown and take a taste. You know what I'll do when I... (laughs) When when it opens up, I'll just go down there and loiter and hope that my clients see me and they'll be like, oh man, I saw Steve at the safe injection site. (laughs) And I'll just walk in and then walk back out 20 minutes later. Oh, yeah, that was definitely him. I know. Wow. (laughs) That's what I'll do. And then it would be kind of funny if I was in there and then I'd be like, oh, hey, what's up, Mike? Like saw some of my clients in there. Do your patriotic duty and get high today for America. Yeah, get high for America. Get high for America. Listen, 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 listen. The cops seize drugs all the time, right? Yeah. They seize drugs all the time. Why can't they take some of those seized drugs and run controlled experiments to see the effects of drugs on non-drug users to see if they can... Hack it? ...use the drugs without becoming habitual users? I mean, the cops use it, and some of them are not habitual. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, you don't know. I saw a documentary called um, Bad Lieutenant Portocol New Orleans. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was actually a, a Somerville cop that I believe was the, the cousin of the current mayor who became a drug user and a drug dealer and got into all types of shit while he was on the Somerville PD a few years ago. I don't understand it, man. We all use drugs. I mean, not everybody, not cowards, but the rest of us. We all are using drugs when we want. It's just, you know, you got your preference. I'm five margaritas in. I mean, there's a drug right there. Boom. There is a drug. Boom. So, yeah. Uh, but one thing I did want to talk about tonight, because I know you said you're light on topics, and you got to refresh my memory if I brought this up, but this is really, really starting to bother me. So Donald Rumsfeld's dead, yep. and that, I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about some people I know that died recently, a couple family members, a couple co-workers. Here's what is really freaking me out. All the people I know that have died recently are still on social media. Mm. they're not going away yeah no they're just they're just piling up and what i find disturbing is people still post on their shit and they pop up in my feed and people are like i miss you so much you know like things that people you know certainly have the right to put their memorial up on these people's things but like i'm finding it two things i got two issues with this one i'm finding it disturbing that so many people in my friends list because let's be honest especially with this past year, I'm not exactly adding friends on on social media. Sure. But the friends I have are slowly dying and they're piling up on social media. So like a larger percentage of people on my feed are dead. It's like having ghosts in your feed. And then what really freaks me out too is if I die, I definitely don't want to be on social media for all of you to fucking comment on. I'm taking over your page. Send me your password now so if you die, I can run your social media. Hey, this is Ed. Dude, has anyone considered that? Like when you die, people start posting shit on your wall and stuff. Yeah. And you can't stop them. You can't even do maintenance on it. You can't clean it up. They can write whatever they want. You can, you go in there and be like, I, I miss all the times we cried together in the backseat of my car. Yeah. <laughs> in the rain. I miss your poetry. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that sometimes where somebody passed away and then on the anniversary of their death, all of a sudden you start seeing their name. And it's just, for me, it's just on Facebook. It's not really on any other type of um, social media. And you'll see that and then you're just like, oh, wow, interesting. But this, this kind of goes back to my thoughts about what did people do before there was social media? Like, you had to just go out and figure out a way to date people. You had to, 
you know, if you were, uh, you had to go to a grave site to, to mourn, to mourn and to grieve. I think people should go to the grave site. If you're that, if you're gonna post something on the person's fucking Facebook wall on the anniversary of their death, you should drive to their grave. I don't even want a grave. Being dead on social media is disgusting. <laughs> I want someone to to cremate my Instagram page when I pass away. I once saw family members air out on somebody's social media over the fact that they died from a drug overdose. Like the girl's mother and like one of her best friends were airing it out. The best friend was saying that it was the mom's fault for kicking her out of the house and the mom the mom was saying like well you introduced her to drugs in the first place dude they aired it out after she died on her social media feed and she was dead (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) like dude and then like people would post i i i don't even know i i may have unfriended this dead person at some point but people were like posting pictures of her kids on there like hey just wanted to let you know you know johnny's doing great in school you know he really misses his mom and it's like jesus fucking that's just fucking brutal dude i would have to do the count but i would guess five to ten percent of my feed is dead yeah you might you might need to get off social media a little bit (laughs) i don't have that problem (laughs) Do you have any dead people on your feed? Um, I might have one or two. I bet you. I, I mean, I, I generally don't hang out with dead people, so I usually unfollow them. <laughs> oh, man. How sad is that? You're, you got your forever social media account on Facebook, and most of your friends unfollow you. <laughs> well, you passed on. I'm done with it. On to the living. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I mean, if you died, I'm not going to defriend you. But I mean, at the same time, I'm not going to be. I insist that you do. Jesus Christ. Well, if you insist. I insist that you tell other people. He, he would best want Facebook to shut that shit down. You know what bugs me is somebody dying is sad no matter what. If you die in a car crash, it's sad. People mourn you. They're so sad. If you die in a car crash because you were the one driving fast and hit a wall, you're a fucking asshole. And people are sad that you died, but then they kind of they kind of shit on you at the same time. If you die of a drug overdose, they kind of shit on you at the same time. It's just like, oh, he threw his life away. It's, it's kind of like at the point where, what is the fucking difference? And then when whenever a young person passes away from drug abuse, everyone always tries to keep it a secret. Like, it's a shameful thing. It's like, everybody knew that the person had a drug problem. It finally caught up to them. Maybe if you want to prevent somebody else that you guys know from doing it, because their friends are probably all abusing drugs too, maybe you should just say, hey, this is the possible outcome of you over-abusing drugs. Don't be like my kid. Maybe just work it into the obituary where it's like, die doing what they loved. Yeah. You know, did, did you ever watch the L.A. Originals documentary? It's about Mr. Cartoon and Estevan Oriel. So, you know, no. Estevan, it's, it's really good. It's on, it's on Netflix. It's really good. What's it called? Uh, L.A. Originals. So Cartoon's a famous tattooer. He did a lot of lot of rappers, a lot of celebrities, but he's a Mexican guy from Los Angeles. His business partner and creative partner is Estevan Oriel. He took he got in because he kind of was like the road manager for Cypress Hill and House of Pain, but he was also he's an amazing photographer. So he shot a ton of photography, and he also shoots. If you Google them, you'll instantly recognize some of their work. He shoots a lot of street shit from Los Angeles. You know, they grew up around a lot of gang members, and Los Angeles has that gang culture that it's so famous for. And they they talked about all these people that died, and they were showing all these people that died in the documentary. You went, they died doing what they loved. He goes, they loved living in the streets. They loved getting into shootouts. They loved living the fast lane. He goes, they died doing what they loved to do. He's like, so no. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not sad about it. He's like, it's too bad, but it's like that's that's what they like to do. No one made them do that shit. I, I think if I had to write an obituary for someone I knew that their most of their life revolved around getting fucked up, I think I would put that they were an avid drug user and, you know, a drug culture enthusiast. <laughs> someone that really embraced the life in the fast lane, fast and furious. I mean, why why not celebrate it if that's what they were about? You know what I mean? Like, Well, because I think the thing is when somebody's a drug user, they usually will end up stealing money out of their mom's purse or pawning their family's possessions. So I think that's a nasty stereotype. We do celebrate rock and rollers who die of drug overdoses. Well, I know that's a nasty stereotype, but it's, it's, it's not even a stereotype. It happens a lot. When a comedian or an artist or a musician, when they die of drugs, sure. we celebrate it. We go, they died too young. Their art is amazing. You know, they just, they live that fast, hard lifestyle, but man, they embraced every 
waking moment of it. Well, a lot of the times they don't embrace it. They're coming up to you going, dude, I'm done. I got to get clean. The difference is that they have money and they don't need to steal from you. It's almost worse. I bet they're equally annoying. Oh, yeah. I bet their family's like, Jesus Christ, this guy came by and pissed in our pool and took off like he sucks. You're never going to convince the parent of a person who died due to drug abuse that it's something to be celebrated and say, oh, he loved doing heroin. He loved, you're never going to convince them. But I see where you, I see your point. You're never going to convince that person. that. But if it was you and you died from drinking, your drinking 25 margaritas during the 50 ton podcast and say he was an avid podcaster and margarita enthusiast and he died doing what he loved to do, which is poisoning his liver. Sure. This guy may have lived in Baltimore, but his spirit was in Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah this guy ripped it like a parrot head even though he had no idea about drug culture music so there's there's a there's a supplement company called on it they make good quality products like i buy fish oil from them and i've bought like protein from them and they make exercise equipment stuff like that and joe rogan is one of their like founding investors two other guys pretty much started the company and then rogan was like an early investor and he made a bunch of money recently like the biggest supplement manufacturer in the world bought the company so now the two founders like run the company but they're not the you know sole owners anymore type of thing they're trying to start a cult i started to notice because i used to follow the guys on instagram and i started noticing that they were going on these cruises with their friends that i'm pretty sure were just pretty much boat orgies for like three four days at a time and then they were doing the whole they were kind of dressing in the shaman style very flowy clothes talking a lot about mind expansion hallucinogenics open relationships things things of that nature yeah sounds like the joe rogan experience they launched a program recently called fit for service where you basically pay like fifteen thousand a year to go on like four retreats and spend time with the founders and they teach you how to do all these different things to achieve more out of your life which i'm, I'm sure at some point also includes sacrificing your girlfriend or wife to the to the founders it's pretty culty dude let me tell you something about this joe rogan cult i work with a guy that nearly he was pretty convinced oh the bro rogans yeah he was pretty convinced he was gonna die recently of covid he had very low blood oxygen levels and he rushed himself to the emergency clinic multiple times over the course of like three or four days because like his his blood oxygen level was getting so low and he was having trouble breathing and all this shit. So he's telling me when he's like just getting back to work that, you know, his doctor says he's got lung scarring probably and all this terrible shit. And he's like, you know, he's like, I really regret not getting vaccinated. I know this type of thing isn't happening to people that are vaccinated. I, you know, once, once I'm clear for that, I think I got to do it. And, you know, I work with the guy, so I'm not going to blast him on anything. You know, it's work. So I'm just like, yeah, man, whatever. I mean, you know, take care of your body. I'm like, I'm vaccinated. It's all good. Do whatever. Anyways, two weeks later, he's telling me, oh, there was this expert on Joe Rogan that was saying that the vaccines are actually worse for you. Than COVID and they release cytotoxins into your body that uh, they don't know what the long-term effects of them are and could really permanently damage your body and all this shit. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, I told him, I said straight up to him, I said, look, I said, just so you know, I said, Joe Rogan, his, his show is entertaining and it's not going to be entertaining if he brings on a, a covid expert that just right says the same shit every other scientist says which is vaccines are fine this one is actually stamping out the fucking pandemic that just nearly killed you so it's much more exciting to bring the guy on that goes oh yeah that vaccine everybody is taking I mean, 60% of adults are vaccinated. Everybody's taking this fucking thing. By the way, it's way worse than COVID. Well, you're full of shit. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. If it was worse than COVID, then there would be tons of people in the hospital right now. We'd be shutting down fucking everything because we literally just fucking did that. So I don't know what that guy's doing on his fucking podcast, but I know he has a shitload of listeners. And if he's convincing people to drag this goddamn pandemic on for more years, I'm going to go strangle the motherfucker. Well, he'll probably strangle you. So so here's, here's my take on Rogan. A few years ago, Rogan was doing interesting interviews, and he seemed like an open-minded guy. I've never been a fan of his comedy. I don't really think he's particularly funny, but he seemed like a good guy. He seemed like he was trying to help out other comedians. He understood he had a platform. He was an early podcaster. He was doing it before he was making a lot of money. He had some interesting people on. When I was really getting into like fitness and stuff a couple years ago, he was interviewing a lot of people, and it kind of helped me when I needed a little bit of momentum to like get back into the gym after like I had my kid and everything. Thing. And, well, I didn't physically have it, but you know, you gain a little weight when you got a little kid around the house and shit like that. So I thought he was good for certain things like that. He was talking a lot about different like 
you know, stuff mentally and stuff. I thought some of the conversations were interesting. You had some interesting people on. You had Neil deGrasse Tyson on, which is always an entertaining interview and shit like that. But the thing that kind of aggravated me was that he gives too much of a platform to people like fucking Alex Jones and Ben Shapiro and your COVID doctor that you were just talking about. And it's like, dude, why are you even entertaining Alex Jones? Probably because he agrees with them. And then when he had Bernie on, he had an, a one-hour interview with Bernie that, like, went nowhere. There was no real substance in the interview with Bernie. But then you'll have a four-hour interview with Alex Jones or Ben Shapiro or, or uh, Milo or whatever the fuck his name is, all these fucking cocksuckers. So it's like... So the interesting thing is he paints himself as a liberal. He's friends with Dave Chappelle. And he paints himself as this guy who... Uh, says, I've never voted for a conservative politician in my entire life. But the sense that I'm getting is, during the COVID shutdown, all these comedians kind of turned red because they felt like they're taking away my source of income. They're telling me what I can and can't do. He left California and moved to Texas because he said he wanted more freedom. It also kind of coincided with when he signed this huge Spotify deal. And by moving to Texas, I'm assuming he um, dodged paying all that state income tax. Sure. A, f- a few years ago, was he good? Do I, do I feel like, yeah, I've listened to a couple of interviews with him where he had like Freddie Gibbs on and one where he had on Hannibal Burris and I don't know man like he's just he's not the same guy that he was a few years ago where he was a pretty good like reasonable host it's just gone way too far and I, you know he, he said recently if you're young why would you get vaccinated yeah if you're older you have a compromised immune system yeah you should get it but if you're not you know and you're a young person and you're healthy why would you get the vaccine you're better off just getting something to the effect of you're better off just getting COVID and, and fighting it you're not gonna die and then he was like oh it's just my opinion it's just my opinion but it's like yo when you have millions and millions and millions of, of fucking loyal listeners they're gonna take your opinion and just go yeah because you're in the cult of fucking joe rogan personally i think he's courting these people that are susceptible to magical thinking and other bullshit oh i agree i agree definitely that's that's always a weird thing with me because i used to listen to some of his interviews and i'd be like oh he's a smart guy uh he's talking about aliens again like <laughs> the guy sells supplements and those are the people that are most vulnerable for buying them you can sell them crystals gems supplements Anything that is supposed to allegedly fix their life. Well, I mean, you don't take any supplements. You don't take any vitamins. Have you ever read metadata reviews of people that have taken lifetime of supplements? Well, what supplements are you talking about, though? Any supplements. Any supplements that are not required to get rid of a deficiency. Well, my doctor prescribes me vitamin D. And that they've also heavily suggested that I take fish oil. So I take those two things. I take vitamin C. Doctors are very big on vitamin D right now. Um, you know, people. some people take iron. Well, I had a deficiency. Yeah, some people take iron because their doctors prescribe it. I'm talking about the supplements that they sell that they tell you, like, this will fix your skin, your hair, your teeth, make you stronger, help you lose weight. Well, Joe Rogan, he doesn't, on it doesn't sell that type of product. He doesn't sell weightlifting shit? Well, they sell equipment. They don't sell supplements for that type of stuff? Well, like, what type of supplement would that be? Yeah, like any of it. Like like a pre-workout? Well, that's broad. I mean, because I do a protein shake, which is a normal thing to do. I mean, it's common. That's technically a supplement. They have some stuff that might fall under that, like, Strombone or, like, like uh, immune boosters and stuff like that. Like, Shroom Tech Immune, which is, like, an immune system booster. Yeah, so all of that stuff. Your daily vitamins, your multivitamins, all that whole market. They've done lifelong studies on people that have taken vitamins versus people that don't. And they find that there is zero difference. Zero. Like it doesn't do anything for you because your body, your body does not hold on to all these supplements. You take a bunch of supplements, you piss them out. Right, because you're overdosing it. Or they wear out your kidney and you actually could potentially fare worse. Your body has to filter all that stuff you're putting in it. And a lot of times, you know, doctors tell you, some you need some sunlight or some vitamin d it's hard to get vitamin d without getting a sunburn so that supplement almost makes sense but the the multivitamins and shit that whole industry the the vitamins they sell that people think are just going to make them healthier overall they're all bullshit there's no science that backs them up there's no real recommendations to take them those companies that advertise them and everything that whole industry is built on the idea that the fda doesn't regulate them so those companies can basically make a bunch of bullshit claims and sell them but it's magic it's the same as gems or other things i mean they put some vitamins in food there's vitamins that you can get because you have a deficiency that's a different thing i'm talking about the multivitamins that you know women's health men's health let's take a look at the on it website and see what they have for supplements that you think are bullshit sure 
on it. I know the one that you're going to hate is uh, Alpha Brain. <laughs> the first one that comes up is called Total Human. Well, that's their whole kit. A convenient day and night packs provide immune cognitive mood and overall vitality support. All of those claims are, are bullshit. They're not specific because if they get too specific, the uh, I think it's the FTC will file a claim against them and they'll force them to temper it down to being vague nonsense. Um, like immune support. You know what an immune supporter is? A vaccine. You know what's not an immune supporter? A supplement. Supplements have no bearing whatsoever on your immune system. Like zero zip. It's not at all how your immune systems work. Also, cognitive mood and vitality. All that means is like you think you're thinking clearly and you're having a pretty good time. Well, it's not all it's not all placebo. I've taken some of these things and they work to an extent. They're all placebo. In fact, you will get more of a benefit from the workout that you're encouraged to do because you take this stuff. So a lot of people pair this stuff with working out in like you know, things like that. So if you take supplements as a way to pair with your exercise, your exercise is going to give you a number of things that are going to make you feel awesome. Uh, you're going to get a lot of hormone rushes and other things, and that's going to make you feel great, but the vitamins ain't going to do shit for you. What I actually think with alpha brain is it's, it's a heavy dose of caffeine that's concentrated, and that's why it wakes your brain up. Um, but caffeine's not even good for you. Caffeine's not necessarily bad for you, though, either. I mean, it is. It's bad for your bones and other things. Yeah. Eh. Caffeine's taxing on the body. You get worse sleep because of it. You get worse sleep if you take too much. Yeah. The whole industry is voodoo, man. It's all snake oil. No, not necessarily. Valerian root does relax people. Stuff like that. But if you think that you're going to go out and crank a thousand fucking beers and eat like shit and not sleep, and then you're going to take pills and it's going to mitigate all the damage that you're inflicting on yourself otherwise. That's where the problem is. The reason that these industries thrive is because they're not regulated. Anytime there's ever actual studies done on these types of supplements, you end up with negative or nothing effects. Either there's a slight dip in your body's performance or you get zero out of it. It's stuff your body does not need being fed to it that it then has to process out. That's it. Well, fish oil is good for you. That is a that is a supplement that is proven to be good. I don't know if it's proven, but... Yeah, no, no, fish oil is good. I take that. There's antioxidants that they think are good for you currently. The science is not really strong on any of that, though. A lot of the science and research that was done on that was done by companies that sell things that just happen to be those things. So chocolate manufacturers, wine manufacturers... They'll pay for studies all day that say antioxidants are good for you, but at the end of the day, there, there's not a lot of science saying that you need it. Like, the whole supplement and nutrition industry is, is largely bogus. I mean, the best things you can do for your body are don't eat greasy shit, don't eat sugar, don't eat salt. Sugar, fat, salt. Well, fish oil does have an FDA approval, so... If it has an FDA approval, they have to actually do testing on it to prove it has a positive effect. Yeah, so I'm looking at an article from Harvard's Health Center that does promote fish oil. And I, I will tell you... Okay, but you can get fish oil from eating fish too, right? That's correct. I don't eat a ton of fish. I take a, I take a fish oil supplement. Again, I think if you, go, if you go to a doctor and the doctor is prescribing you things because they're seeing that you have some deficiency, there's value to it. It's, if your doctor's saying you need more vitamin A, C, D, whatever. I mean, if you don't have enough vitamin C in your body, you get scurvy, right? So, I mean, there are uses for vitamins. What I'm saying is these general, you know, you're going to be some kind of better mood, better state or whatever. These are all sold because nobody knows what the effects are. Well, the they don't have to prove the effects. They don't have to do any research on them. In fact, was it you that had me read the guy that did the, uh, what is it? The four hour work week or whatever book. Did you, did you ask me to read that or someone else? No, I don't think I did. Do you know that book? No. You never read that one by Timothy Ferris? No. He's friends with that author that you like that did The Obstacle is the Way. Oh, Ryan Holiday. Yeah, he's good. They did some cross-promotional work a while back. He got famous for this book he wrote called The 4-Hour Workweek. In his book, he suggested that people basically start up an easy company to manage with low overhead and he was like if you do that and you sub out all the work he goes all you have to do is check in periodically to make sure the machine's still moving in it the product that he used as an example that he used to launch his career was a supplement and he's like supplements are great you grab any random ingredients that people believe have some kind of 
you know, healing or wellness properties. You mix those with a bunch of things that don't do anything as filler. He goes, you put it on the market as a wellness supplement. He goes, and then uh, you just advertise it to gyms and other things and you can pay people to do this. And he's like, and as that sells, you can uh, you can make the money off that easily enough with other people managing your company. He goes, there. it's very cheap to manufacture and the, the revenue is very high. And he goes, and if people don't like it after a while because they don't see effects, you just sell them the next version of it. He goes, people will pretty much pay for anything as long as they think they're getting an effect at first. Right. He goes, but it's all fad stuff. It's all trend stuff. But he said, as far as starting a company, he recommended supplements specifically because it's so easy to start up a supplement company and they're unregulated. So, I mean, it's a scam that's very well known as a scam. I'm not knocking the company you're highlighting here. I'm saying the industry as a whole is scam. I still think you should take fish oil for your joints. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of that shit's bullshit. I think you can't dismiss vitamins completely. And the other thing, too, is that... The words. Well, no, doctor. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 were, listen. You listen. You've been talking for ten minutes straight. Shut up for a second. Vitamins were introduced to the public because they found out that if you had vitamin deficiencies, you would have health problems. Right. That's different for a healthy person. That's, dude. If you're at the gym and you're healthy, you don't need any of this shit. <laughs> it's for people that are sick. Right. I tell people. I tell people this all the time. But listen, they're they're called supplements. They're supposed to supplement what you're doing. It's not a replacement. You don't eat Burger King five days a week and then think because you take supplements, you're going to be better off. I was having some joint pain recently from lifting weights and from working on my feet all day. I looked at my friend. He goes, are you taking fish oil anymore? I said, you know what? I haven't taken it about in six months. I started taking it again in about half a week. The joint pain cleared back up because I don't eat a ton of fish anymore. Right. That's the only thing that I've done differently. And I started taking vitamin D again and my mood improved again. So when I don't take a lot of vitamin D, when I get low there, my mood drops. So you can't totally dismiss this shit because I don't take a lot of supplements. Take fish oil. I take vitamin D. But it's a whole industry of fucking scam. Right. Because you're selling. But the, the fitness industry in general, you have all these chicks on Instagram that sell like booty bands. And it's like you cannot get the ass that that chick that has 2 million followers get has from working out with a lightweight exercise band. You need to either get plastic surgery or dramatically change your diet and your exercise routine, which would include lifting heavy weights over a long period of time. It's not something that happens overnight and it's not going to happen with a, a minimal resistance rubber band. So that, that whole, the whole... Or it may never happen because your genetics don't allow for it. That's true. Well, then you have plastic surgery, which most of these chicks have anyway. So, right. you know, where you, you're going, why can't I look like her? Well, you can't look, you could look like her, but you need to go see a plastic surgeon. At least plastic surgery gives you guaranteed results. Right. No, the, the, the problem with supplements is most people don't need any of them. That's a fact. There's, there's actually a, a good company called Inside Tracker that's based out of Cambridge where you take, you go to Quest Diagnostics, you, you pick out a package, they'll give you however many biomarkers you need. They'll actually do a blood sample and then they'll recommend changes to your diet or potential supplements you could take, you know, if you're already eating these things, but you still have a low deficiency. Another important thing to note is uh, foods are now fortified. So like the majority of foods you eat, especially if they're processed, already have a lot of the vitamins and nutrients that people historically have been deficient in. That's why they put fortified nutrients in cereal, bread, dairy, fake dairy. Like, dude, there's vitamin D in my oat milk. It's not in there because they needed it. It's in there because they're worried that if people switch to oat milk, they don't get that vitamin D that they would get from regular milk. Right. So, I mean, they fortify almost everything nowadays. So it's really hard to live in America and not get your basic vitamins covered. You'd be surprised. If you are doing a lot of uh, working out and stuff, there there is stuff that you may need, you know, like hydration, protein, things like that. So like protein powders, for instance, there there is some valid science to that because it's it's going to help your body actually create muscle and all well, that. Well, the, the, the deal with protein, for anyone who's still listening on this, is that if you want to build lean muscle mass, you need to hit so many grams of protein a day per pound of your body weight. So if you're at the point where you're eating, you know, a hundred and something grams a day of protein, it can be tough to do if you can't just throw two scoops of protein concentrated into a shaker bottle and just drink it. That's the only thing that it's good for. It doesn't do anything else. It's going to supplement so that you don't have to eat five pieces of chicken. That's it. That That is literally it. But you could eat the five pieces of chicken or some eggs or something. Right. To get the well, it's a lot harder to get that because an egg's... What's that? Yeah, good. I don't even care. This podcast sucks. Um... <laughs> Wow. You're wow. yelling about vitamins for 20 Waste minutes. everybody's Nobody time. Gives a fuck. Really? You hate vitamins. People, you know how much money people spend on those fucking things? Huh? Yeah, I'll take another drink. 
Oh, tons. They take tons. They take. They, they spend tons. They yeah. they spend tons of money on that. You don't need much. You don't need any of it. I feel a lot better with <laughs> some fish oil really and some don't. vitamin D. Sure. I mean, doctors actually prescribe vitamin D. I'm sure some uh, prescribed fish oil as well. I mean, if the FDA is approving it for anything, that means somebody actually did some hard research on it. The reason the FDA is not approving these other things is because they've never been tested. And the reason companies don't test it is because that costs money. Fish oil is supposed to be also good for heart health and brain functioning. Yeah, some of those claims are probably bullshit, though. I mean, how does your brain function better? You know what I mean? When I, when I, when I, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, when I sleep, drink less alcohol and drink a ton of water. That's, I think the number one supplement that a lot of you people probably need out there is more water. That's probably true. Steve's podcasting from his kitchen. That's why he's so distracted and angry and annoyed tonight. <laughs> I'm not angry. That's why he's saying the podcast sucks and he's frustrated. You just told our listeners not to take vitamins. For, so somebody's going to fucking There's, die. No, I told them not to take, I told them not to take bullshit supplements. Supplements and vitamins are not the same thing. What's a bullshit supplement? Uh, I would say anything with somebody working out on the cover is probably bullshit. You know, the, the funny thing about the, the two on it signature products, though, the Alpha Brain and the New Mood. I like New Mood when you come home, take some New Mood. It's got valerian root. It helps you relax a little bit. Sure. I would guess that everything they sell is bullshit because they're probably not spending any money on research whatsoever. Like zero. Great. They're not. The whole reason the pharmaceutical industry is difficult right. and why new drugs don't come out is yeah. because... You have to test all of those to get FDA approved. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. reason these companies exist yeah. is because they don't spend the money on that stuff. Right. Well, all I want, all I wanted to say was that. <laughs> if, I'm sorry. If I'm I, sorry, if I you've could. been buying it. <laughs> if I could. No, I haven't. You have Alpha Brain, which is an up, an extreme upper and a stimulant, and then their other signature product is New Mood. If you just didn't take either one of them, you wouldn't need one to cancel the other one out. So they have an upper and a downer? Yeah, they have Alpha Brain, which is charging you up. It's supposed to get you focused. Uh-huh. Gotta take it before you podcast. And in my opinion, it's just heavily concentrated with caffeine. And then they have New Mood, which is a relaxer. It's got Valerian Root, some other stuff like that. Uh, magnesium, which are all known to relax people, help them chill out a little bit. The natural relaxer instead of smoking pot or drinking alcohol. You can take some magnesium. Magnesium is known to help you sleep better. That's a fact. What's that? Uh, what's yeah? What's that other one that people take to sleep all the time? Uh, melatonin. Melatonin's proven to work. Yeah, melatonin. My my gripe with melatonin is when I take it, I wake up halfway through the night after it wears off. Yeah, because melatonin's a drug that only gets you started in sleep. It doesn't keep you asleep. Right. I find magnesium helps improve sleep for me. Okay. But melatonin, magnesium, caffeine, like coffee, those are all cheap. Huh? Are you going to go smoke some? You going to smoke a fat blizz? Are you going out on the porch? Why don't you smoke a fat blunt on the porch? Well, you can just hit my vape. <laughs> Do you think CBD's placebo? Uh, CBD's? The only time I know people that say CBD works is when they... It has some THC in it. I think I, I'll tell you a funny thing about CBD was that when it came kind of onto the market a few years ago, my parents were talking about how great CBD is and blah, blah, blah. And my parents are not pot people. And then they were talking about how some woman they knew who had all these horrible ankle and joint problems put it on her. And then she got up and she was walking all over the place and it was like nothing happened. And I was like, yeah, because she was fucking high as a kite. <laughs> They were like, no, 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 it's just CBD. I was like, yeah. Okay. I didn't know you hated supplements so much. Of course I do. I hate magic. It's snake oil, dude. It's magic. There's a little bit of science on it, and the little bit of science that's on it says that it doesn't work. And the companies that manufacture it, doesn't matter which company you're looking at, the companies that manufacture it, manufacture it because they don't have to do anything to sell it. Any material that people can ingest that doesn't harm them, you can legally sell and say that it gives them some beneficial results. I mean, Mm. you can sell baby food to people, baby formula, and tell them it's a supplement. The only difference is there's, there's a high margin there because you don't spend any money on researching it whatsoever. So these companies by design 
do not study to see if their products work. They pair them with some things that are proven to work. Like if they pair it with caffeine, you know the caffeine's gonna do something for you. Right, correct. If they pair it with melatonin, you're gonna sleep a little bit at first, you know? Or my, what did you yeah, say? Magnesium. Magnesium yeah, magnesium, that's another one. Magnesium, valerian root, and uh, melatonin are the three that I know that help aid sleep. Right, and doctors recommend those to people. But you also don't need to take a fucking funky product from some weird whatever whatever fitness influencer who starts a, a supplement company you don't need to take his version of a relaxing thing you could just go to cvs and buy generic fucking magnesium yeah well that's my point like these companies they add ingredients that don't do anything right they'll just add in their own say it's a secret formula they don't test anything to see if it actually works in any capacity whatsoever and then they sell it because there's literally no bar to do so when you buy a drug or, or when a doctor recommends something, they do it based on some actual science behind it, some actual like evidence-based science. These companies, they do the entire opposite, which is they don't test a single thing. They put it into the market. When people stop buying it, they release something new with a new name and they just mix up what's in it. But the active ingredients are going to be the same ingredients you can buy at CVS for like nothing. That's also how it works with with uh, certain steroids, mild, like more mild steroids that people sell at supplement shops. There's a six month window with the FDA before stuff gets banned. So what they'll do is they'll come up with a, a product called like Edge Shred, and then once it gets banned, they change the they change right. it, they change the name, they change one ingredient, then and then reintroduce it under a different name like uh, Steve Burn. And it's basically the same product. And do those get banned because the effects they're claiming are bullshit? Or do they get banned because they're actually harmful to your health, do you think? I think it's probably more so because they're harmful to your health overall. You know, I, I've talked to... I think steroids are very interesting. I don't think I would ever... I don't think I would ever take them. It's just not really my thing. And I talked to a couple of my clients. I was like, what about these testosterone labs and all this stuff that's popping up? I was like, I'm 40. They're all over my Instagram. And they said they were... And one of, two of my clients who are doctors looked at me and said, please don't do that. They said, you don't want to do that. They said, for one, you can't even really test for testosterone because your testosterone levels will be completely different at different times of the day, depending on what you eat, depending on how much you slept, depending on whatever factor you're having that day. And they said, do you know like the side effects of steroids, enlarged hearts, organ failure, stuff like that, with people who really abuse steroids it's very common to die from like an enlarged heart die very young all that type of shit and they were just like Dude, these people are not really qualified to be diagnosing people and prescribing them testosterone and dosing it out and telling people to inject testosterone into their bodies on a daily or weekly basis it's crazy you know who's a big proponent of that though joe rogan <laughs> He is not a public health person, if that's what you're asking. No, he's a public health nuisance. And we'll see you next Tuesday.